1: every team every topic everywhere this is believe. attention pro athletes want to secure your financial legacy and thrive off the field oak bridge wealth management led by wealth manager chris anasetti is your dedicated financial planning ally but don't take it from me take it from the dallas cowboys tyler biadish he says, Chris set goals financially and has been incredibly impactful in my journey in the NFL. Experience our customized, comprehensive approach, trusted by top NFL players. Don't leave your financial success to chance. Connect with Chris on Instagram at Oakbridge WM underscore Anaceti. That's Oakbridge WM underscore A-N-I-C-E-T-E. And let Oakbridge Wealth Management guide you across the goal line. Welcome back to the Believe in Badgers podcast on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined as always by Badger legend, the Hebrew hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how are we doing today?
0: Man, I mean, I'm fantastic. It's a holiday. It literally is a holiday, but watching the Jets is bringing me down, but it's hard to bring me down after watching a a win on the road. It's it's glorious to be a winner.
1: To be fair, Wisconsin owns Purdue. What is it? 17 straight, I think, over the Boilermakers. So it can't be the biggest surprise especially if you've watched purdue at all this season they have not looked great in under first year head coach uh uh ryan walters but that's neither here nor there uh before we get into what we always do here on monday morning fullback the good the bad and the ugly for the weekend want to remind everyone that we are uh presented by betonline.ag where they continue to be your number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs you name it they've got it over there at Online uh nfl uh ncaa football everything is in full swing especially with the last week of the baseball pennant races coming down uh to the wire unless you're a mets fan uh so it goes it's the same every year it's the same every year uh (laughs) my braves have been in for a while now uh head on over to betonline.ag though no matter what you want to wager on they've got it uh use your mobile device uh, or log in on your computer to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code believe that's B-L-E-A-V bet online where the game starts also want to remind everyone that we are presented by Oakbridge wealth management and our friend Chris uh, over there get in touch with him if you are a pro athlete he is the man to talk to no matter what okay Monday morning fullback time, everyone. Uh, we're gonna get into it—the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's start on the good foot. Burn. Uh, what did you like from the Badgers' victory over the Boilermakers, thirty-eight seventeen?
0: A lot. I'll say a lot. We went first off. It's a night game on a Friday. We went into, um, a, you know, Friday night away. We went to an away game. Sorry, lost my train of thought. But we want we we went away and we won. And my excitement. More about that is that we put up a touchdown right away. So we came out firing. We scored 14 points in the first quarter. We scored 21 points in the first half. You know, that is that's championship football. And I what I'm really excited about is that it looked like we took a huge step from the three preseason, preseason, the three non conference games to the Big Ten. Listen, no game is easy. Purdue kept they kept getting up. They look like Rocky Balboa, except they didn't win you know, against the Russian, they kept getting back up and we just kept playing our brand of football. And it looked like the offense, you know, still had some, there's still some huge learning curves, but they played a lot better than I think anyone expected. I think everyone was nervous and scoring 14 points, taking that big step. That's big. And oh, another good thing is we finished the game, scored 11 points in the fourth quarter when Purdue was still biting a little bit, you know, trying to come back, trying to figure it out that's a complete game. You know, like I would say the the bad is like in the middle, we kind of slowed down, but you're talking about bookends. Like we finished that game. So to me, that's extremely exciting. And and Tanner Mordecai can throw that rock. Like you're seeing him become way more comfortable back there. And it looks pretty. He threw a ball that looked like it was 90 yards from one sideline across the field. And it was right on the money. His, his passes are pretty much right on the money. So I'm feeling really confident with him. I think the offense looked a lot better um, and they did some things. They had a two point conversion. I mean, there was just a lot that that went right for us and it's important big 10 play to start that. that off.
1: I loved the, I don't know if they'll call it Badger special, Madison special on the two-point play with Pauling. Uh, Pauling uh, looks like he could be QB two if necessary. Uh, I love that he was effectively two for two in the game. Mordecai looks also very comfortable catching the ball, which is fun to see. Um, We're probably going to talk about the defense a little bit more later, but I want to highlight Ricardo Hallman, who is turning into the Badgers. uh, You know, he's got three interceptions in the last two games. And I feel... I feel like he is becoming sort of that big playmaker on defense in a lot of ways to uh, supplement Hunter Wohler, who has sort of been the guy for through the first three weeks. And that gives me more confidence on the back end. I think that the secondary in is they're making more big plays, right? Just in terms of interceptions. And, you know, uh, I, you know, Hallman takes chances. Like, I think that's his brand of cornerback play a little bit more than Alexander Smith. But I like that he's taking these chances. He's going to get burned sometimes, but he's always going to make these these big plays. And so when you see Wisconsin giving up, you know, uh, more yards than they accrued in the game, those, those interceptions and the fumbles and stuff like that, the turnovers can help you know, help in a lot of ways, keep it down. When you're going to win the turnover margin again and again, that's going to be a big reason for, I think the team to be able to continue to move forward in the big tennis, to make those big impact plays.
0: I mean, Hunter War looked amazing.
1: He really he looked, looked he was all over the field. Yeah.
0: He, I know, but he, it would, yes, you're right. hundred percent. I, I listen, I like the DB play. Um, And I think what was interesting is you saw different fronts. Mm-hmm. So I think we were toying with, You know, maybe it's time, you know, I think like the coaches might be coming around to maybe the the guys that they came into are not the typical guys they recruit for a 3-3, right? Like they might not be the same dudes that they would recruit in five years we'll be seeing. So it looked, the forefront looked interesting when they had it down, right? It felt to me like the run fits were a little bit better. So I like that they're toying with other things, right? Right. You put the 3-3 three, three down, we were getting gashed the entire time. But but the defense overall, listen, you only let up 17 points. I don't care if you let up 5,000 yards. If you let up 17 points, that's okay.
1: I mean, it's the points that matter at the end of the day.
0: Doesn't, nothing else matters. Listen, the Jets at halftime were 10-3. to three. It's an embarrassment for them. They have 36 yards, but they only have – they're one score away from mm-hmm. actually winning a game that they should never win. You're looking yeah. at a defense that played – they play a lot of football, and I think that they would – I actually liked what I saw from the defense. I mean, there are some things that I think definitely need to be fixed. But you're talking about game four of a new regime. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was much more happily – it just looked a lot better than it did, you know, in the first three games. Now, do you want to go to the bad?
1: Yeah. Unless you I got mean, other Unless you got other good for me. Oh, Tana Mordecai's legs. That was fun. Uh, that was fun I like to watch see him run, run confidently. Um, and it's a, a nice little – Uh, added layer to the offense that I assume that if we're not going to see a ton going forward, at least teams have to scheme for it because it's now, you know, he, he runs in twice and that's like on quarterback sneaks, right. It's on, you know, one of them is a proper design quarterback run. And I think that if teams have to spend time, you know, worrying about that, that's less time they can spend worrying about an emerging passing game. And to see CJ Williams really start to step up in his first Mm-hmm. bigger performance some amazing catches yeah he made some really good catches i think that first one in traffic was uh mm-hmm. especially for a first down was especially impressive to me i'm excited to see him get more confidence out there and get more reps i think that he has the potential to do that more often than he already is so uh but yeah burn look we got we got to move to the bad hold on, uh, hold
0: on. Okay. Uh, i also you know i i think it was great to see tanner do something, you know, the run pass option was, it was beautiful. Do I want to see him have 14 carries? I do not want to see No,
1: him I don't think so. Carries. But, you know, it was, I don't want to say it was necessary in this game, but it was very helpful. In I would game. like
0: to see less called plays for him. Like here and there, great. I'm cool. Eight plays, great. 14's a lot, and there was a lot called. Listen, he he's hot, but this I just don't ever want to see him come out of the game. You know, like he takes 14 hits. That's he's not Braylon Allen side. Braylon Allen looks like a tank out there. I can play 50 plays a game. Okay. Let's, let's, let's move on. I mean, listen, it's exciting. He looked great. I just don't want to see it. (laughs) All right. So the bad, you're up. So the bad, huh? Um, You know, there's still some things on the O-line we got to shore up. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's, You know, terrible. No, some penalties gets
1: kind of annoying. I was honestly going to say that in the ugly portion, Bernie, because the (laughs) offensive line penalties, the betters had 11 penalties in this game, 11. That's a lot. A lot A lot of those. I think every starting offensive lineman had at least one penalty called on them. Except for, uh, no, Huber, I don't think Huber had a penalty, but I think Wedig, who played actually just as many snaps as Huber and Fertney, he had one call. It was effectively a wash, right? I think they had six total penalties called on that unit. That can't happen against better competition. That simply can't, like, that is negative yardage all the way. And it's just, it is frustrating for me to see the unit still not getting a, a, a lot better. They were a little bit better in their, blocking overall I think that their pass blocking was improved this week and I think that's one of the reasons why Tanner Mordecai looked a little bit more comfortable on the flip side the run blocking still doesn't feel like it's quite there I feel like a lot of you know when you see Braylon uh start to roll downhill that's a lot of work he's doing on his own I don't feel like mm-hmm. they're really doing a ton for him and it's it's frustrating because I think this unit is just it, we they, the Badgers haven't had a dominant offensive line, like a truly dominant offensive line in a in a long time now. It's been at least five, it's been five years, probably 2017, 2018, you know, those units that were paving the way for Jonathan Taylor. But besides, like, it, it's, it's been a struggle. That's one of the reasons that I always thought that Graham Mertz really was never able to fulfill his potential was because he never got adequate time. You and I have talked about that on monday morning fullback for the last three seasons <laughs> but so for me it's it's frustrating to see i know that they are adapting to a new scheme right they're, they're four games into doing something that is completely antithetical to what they had been recruited to do and expected to do but it's not that off power still power blocking well, that's the thing out. right and, still... if, and these guys it's they have more you know I know recruiting rankings aren't everything, but there's more four-star and five-star talent in that unit than any other unit on the team if you're just looking at recruiting rankings. So you've got to say that they are underperforming as a unit uh, so far. I think that Wedig has looked the best when he's come in. Like, I think he's looking really, really good. Uh, He looks more comfortable um, playing that guard. He looks like he's a little bit more fleet of foot than some of the other guys. And I think that's helping, especially in pass blocking situations, but it's still not a strong it's still not a strength of this team
0: no it's it's not a, for sure it's not a strength you know we talked with Scale. the O-line was a strength for us um you know and you could win games just by the O-line look at the Yom Kippur game in 2004 like that O-line opened up holes for me who literally ran like a 4-9 four four 8 like you talk about Penn State defense half those dudes played in the NFL. So, the, you know, you're, you're trying, and if you want, they played Purdue 2004 before uh, the Purdue game. And I clicked on. I watched some of it. You want to watch dudes try to kill people. Some of the time was within, the, within the, uh, the whistles. Go watch Donovan Rayova. You want to play with a dude who played with a chip on his shoulder to try to literally he's like flying over dudes, submarining, trying to kill people. And now that's not legal anymore, right? Like back in two thousand and four, a lot of this stuff was legal. You could block any way you wanted, but watch Clean Scale, watch Joe. Like there was a big chip on their shoulder about trying to dominate somebody in front of you, not being nice. It was the anything but being nice. It was taking someone's lunch money every single day. I mean, it was you were it it was bullying at its finest. But this is what football is, and. I think our line could do it if they would just somehow get out of the rut of like, being nice. I don't know if they're not being nice, but like they could be like bad as in a good way. And they just, I don't know. It's like, it's like a mindset. You just got to go a little bit further to take somebody else's like pride and dignity away. I don't know how you do it. You know, you just got to take it and you have to be willing to do that. And football, when I played, was either take somebody else's pride and dignity or get MF'd when you came off the field. And honestly, I didn't want that to happen. And I hated losing games. And I hated when the fans were like, oh, take Bernstein out. He's not blocking well. Like You hate that stuff. So what was I going to do? Try to go and blow somebody up as hard as I possibly could. So they would be in the meeting getting MF, not me. Um, So that's my rant for a second. I do think, as a lot of us saw, the run fits were just not there yet. You know, I tried to watch, I tried to break it down a little bit longer. I'm not a defensive, you know, guru by all means, but it looks like maybe some of our D linemen are taking chances and putting their helmets somewhere else and trying to, trying to make a play, not saying that's bad, but in a three, three, or an, I'm assuming with a three front and any defense, those guys are meant to take up blockers. Yep. And if they're trying to make plays and then they're getting blocked and they're opening holes up, right? Three guys against five is, there's a lot of, angles and a lot of holes that can be created. So I, I want to say that's what it is. It's just for me going back, like, you know, back and f- back and forth, watching when the big run plays. So it doesn't seem like the fits are working for us right now. It seems like maybe the linebackers are not maybe because the, the D lines guessing or trying to make a play. I don't want to say, that. I guess they're, they're fitting in the same place and then there's huge holes. Yeah. One thing I think it's bad, but I think we can definitely work on it is you can see our linebackers When we're in zone, we're not finding the guy. We're finding the area. And that is zone in a a nutshell. But if there's no one in your zone, find the other guy. Find the guy that's close to it and get in front of him or get close to him. And I felt like you could see Jordan Turner. He was like one step away from two picks. Mm -hmm. He's almost there. He had
1: one of them in his hands.
0: Exactly. So it's some of maybe – listen, this is a tough defense. It's brand new. You're asking inside linebackers to pretty much play – a lot of drop back and a lot of seams and a lot of different places that they probably aren't accustomed to. That's really difficult. So as we say, as I'm watching on the, you know, the couch, I'm not being asked myself to do this and we pick apart what these guys are doing, understand that it's really hard. It's difficult, but the awareness in a pass for, I think for our linebackers is something we could probably work on. And that's, that's experience. That's just not seeing it.
1: Yeah. And so I think we should move uh to the And I wait, 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 one more one okay. more cuz okay. um I do have one more.
0: Good. I would say, you know, we came out second half. Yep. We scored three times in a row, I think. We had we had 9 points.
1: Three field goals. Purdue
0: had one out of 3 and it was a touchdown. You're playing 9 to 7. I'll take it every day of the week, but if Purdue scores again, there, you know like it doesn't add up. We're going to lose. So I, I love that we're scoring points. I love that we
1: have a very solid kicker in Vakar. Very solid.
0: But you you come out first half, and you score ten points in the quarter. You you, know, you score a touchdown, you score a field goal. You score thirteen points. Purdue doesn't want any more. That's it for them. You know, and like I thought, we in the first half we put we were, got them close to say. You know, you their mentality had to be like this team. What this is not the team we watched on film for the last three weeks. This isn't the team. Like this isn't the offense. Oh my god we left 21 points like we're getting killed out here and then you you consist you do it again the second in the third quarter pretty's like man this game's like we, we can't do it it's just your mindset you it's hard to flip it back to saying but the second you let them score a touchdown even if they gave up three field goals that doesn't field goals never where the momentum's change no it really isn't because you're probably not you know if you're scoring touchdowns you're not going to win on field goals
1: attention athletes Do you want a frictionless and tailored financial planning experience to secure your future? Well, look no further. Introducing Oak Bridge Wealth Management, the premier financial planning firm for professional athletes. Led by Wealth Manager, Chris Anasetti, our team provides a unique and comprehensive approach, ensuring your financial success both on and off the field. We understand the unique challenges you face as a professional athlete, from managing cash flow habits to planning major business purchases and navigating complex contracts. That's why we've developed a proven process, working closely with our strategic partners to provide seamless solutions for your unique financial journey. Our services evolve with your career, offering short, mid, and long-term goal setting, portfolio optimization, real estate investments, and more. As you transition to life beyond the field, we support you with career development and philanthropic ventures. But don't just take our word for it. Top NFL players like Chase Roulier, Tyler Biotish, Alec Ingold, and more trust Oakbridge Wealth Management to guide them towards financial success. Troy Dye of the Minnesota Vikings says, I really love the work that Chris and the rest of the Oakbridge group do. I especially like the honesty and transparency when it comes to setting up financial goals and plans that best fit my needs and situation. It's time to elevate your financial game plan. Connect with Chris on Instagram at Oakbridge WM underscore Anacete. That's Oakbridge WM underscore A N I C E T E. And join the winning team.
0: Okay, let's go to the ugly because we only have a couple minutes. Man, Chaz Malusi getting yep. hurt again, it's killer yep. for me. It's killer Absolutely to see. Brutal. Oh, I feel so bad. I just feel. Terrible for him, you know. It's he's worked so hard. You know, you can see him and Braylon are like the the team leaders in mm-hmm. almost every single way. Um, you know, they they bust their butt. You saw the whole team run over there. Mm-hmm. You know, to to send them off. It just it brings back a lot of bad memories from being hurt my senior year and playing in a couple games and then not playing anymore. And it's like devastating. Chez is deserves. To be in the nfl and it sucks that you know getting hurt in a senior year could affect that like i hate that for him and i hate that he's hurt and i hate that he has to go through what a lot of guys go through and i just hate everything
1: about it like it's just the worst that could yeah. ever, you know the worst thing that could happen yep and we just have to hope that he is able to have a speedy and full recovery to that because a broken fibula is nothing to mess with <laughs> right so right. sometimes um, broken
0: bones are better than other things. So like, yep, better than that. soft
1: tissue injuries. But it's still like that was clearly a tough moment to watch. He was in; you could tell he was in excruciating pain just through the television. And that was, you know, that that's tough to watch, right? Um, we we got to spend a little bit of time with him at Squat Fest, and he was so, you know, you you know, sometimes you forget about the humanity of the yeah. guys, and he was a great guy and. Great. I, you know, it, it, it's tough to watch and then it's tough to, you know, uh, keep moving on on the field for a minute, but you have to, um, after the game starts back up and it's not really, yeah. you don't really have a choice. So, right, um, right. so, um, my ugly is for the third time in five games, we have kicked kick out of off bounds. out of bounds. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just yeah. unbelievable. But on the flip side, uh, Bertram's had a good game punting and, uh, like maybe we, said, we should Bob just keep kicking the, out
0: of bounds. We're winning. no. No. I hate to go through a game where we kick where we don't kick it out of bounds and all of a sudden we lose. I,
1: no, I think he kicked it out of bounds in the game we lost. To oh, so never mind. Then so, he's yeah. on. Yeah, then never mind. We should never kick it out of bounds. It's no, very you should annoying. never kick it out of bounds. Even if you're winning, you should never kick it out. You're giving them, what, at the 45? 40-yard line, line. It's thirty-five. A, Thirty-five, four. It doesn't matter. It's still much worse than average field position, which is like the twenty-seven or something, like the twenty-five to twenty-seven. So yes. you're just giving them free yards. You're giving them a shorter. Unless field. it's the game plan, but there, there should never be a game. Like if you're going to do that, you just squib kick it. Like there should, there is never a game plan where you kick the ball out of bounds. I've never, I would agree. Ever, I've never
0: heard it before either. Yep. Yeah, so I'm trying to find anything that could potentially make sense, and it doesn't. Oh, could we do? I know we are out, but could we do one weird?
1: yeah sure Good, why the bad, not the ugly
0: and, the, and weird, the weird the strange I think you know what I'm gonna say because I was sitting watching the game I was I watched it I watched the second half last night and I was texting you like where's Muma? yeah like what's and so I think it's we still weird. don't
1: entirely know there was a press conference after the game and then he wasn't made available it was very strange they said the changing had get
0: dinged up at the end and he went in for one play
1: he Maybe went he in looks? for one play yeah
0: so so i mean in my brain it could be a number of things i said maybe team rules they're not telling anybody
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and that's the only thing i could think but that's weird in the article that you sent me it said like they're just trying to figure things out but that seems weird to me well I mean, especially
1: I like he's been the best player on the he's been the you know him and Waller have been the two best players on the deep it's uh, he's a captain it's weird it's just it's weird. weird and I don't know and and they're clearly not going to tell us
0: and I'm so, interested to see what shakes out though because yeah, it's it's weird
1: but I have to it has to he must have done something maybe it was late I mean we, do, we don't I, want to accuse him of anything I'm not, I'm not even we I'm not, don't it know. had to be
0: team rules what else I mean that's what else I don't know
1: I mean, I don't know what it is and I unfortunately this is one thing I don't have the answers to I know a few a fair few things but but, not but you know to me weird. weird yeah it's weird weird but again we went to Purdue mm-hmm. and we played
0: the best we played all year and we scored in every quarter and we won. Night game away. Huge. I mean, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's we're good. in the bye week this week. Mm-hmm. And then we play Rutgers at home, who honestly, Rutgers didn't look bad. They just played.
1: They well, I mean, easy. so Rutgers came out strong and then faded because Michigan <laughs> has they, more talent and more depth.
0: And they played at the big house. Totally. Okay. But Rutgers. Rutgers threw a pass that the dude basically robbed him, and then ran it back for a touchdown. The score is not as big as you would, you know, if you watch the game. Rutgers did not lose thirty-one to seven. Rutgers is
1: not a bad team, like by any stretch of the imagination, they are not a bad team. But it's home. Mm -hmm. We're on. We're going. We have two weeks to get fresh, and then we. Uh, I think the thing I'm looking forward to most is if Jake Renfro is back healthy. If Renfro is back healthy, he goes in at center. That really changes things up. How does the offensive line shake out after that? Because we know he is an outstanding, outstanding player when he is healthy. So I'm, you know, I'm curious to see also sort of how the wide receiver room continues to evolve who's getting targets, who is getting reps in general, because we've seen C.J. Williams look really good for a game. We've seen Bryson Green look good for a game. Chimri D.K. is clearly the number one. He's looked the best all season. Skylar Bell has had his moments, but he's had two really big drops as well. Two big drops. Yeah, and Pauling, I feel like, just isn't getting the targets that I expected. Uh, So I think, you know, we'll we'll see how that plays out for the rest of the season. Totally, totally.
0: We had, I think we had two big, three big drops in the game. One was, I mean, um one was Ruchi, which was Rucci. really hard. You know, that guy was all over that. But if he caught that ball, I mean, that was
1: baller. Yeah. He would have scored a touchdown. Yeah, that would have been touchdown.
0: touchdown. Um, and then Skyward Bell had a tough, you know, there was a Over the shoulder, but, like,
1: he he catches that. There's no one in front of him. Then. Yeah, and I think Pauling had one
0: that he should have caught. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, like, man, Mordecai looks good. Our wide receivers look good. We have a plethora of they have. I mean, that they exciting. have the talent.
1: There's... There's legitimately five dudes who you feel good about. Dude, being CJ on Williams
0: had some had a great
1: catch, didn't he? Yeah, like, he did. He really had a couple of really good catches, man. He yeah. looked really good. He looked really strong and got featured more for the first time all season. And I liked to see that. I like seeing him.
0: That's all that stuff. That's it's exciting.
1: exciting. That is all very exciting. So yeah. uh, the other last thing we'll, I'm curious to see before we head out, uh, Bernie, who becomes RB2? Like, is it going to be a lot of Jackson Aker? What had You know, does Cade Yacamelli get a run? Does the true freshman Nate White uh, get a run? We don't know. I'm excited I mean, to see find a guy too. Yeah, you got you gotta, gotta you find, gotta find a guy and you gotta find a guy who can be complimentary. I think that Akers built more in the Braylon Allen mold. He's bigger back downhill guy. Uh you if know, he can block on
0: pass protection,
1: then he can comparison. block on pass protection. That, that that's great. But you still need I still feel like you need a guy who has a little bit more of the You need a scap. Oh, scat yes, back yakimali interesting athlete uh who could potentially you know be a guy we talked with coach spaulding over the spring and you know he he talked about his elusiveness in the open field so who knows yeah. we you also see. have
0: a lot of good wide receivers so you never say somebody doesn't line up back there and runs a little bit or catches more you don't know that's a little
1: appalling you might see a little vinnie anthony you don't Ooh. know no it could know. be it's an exciting time no matter what uh, even though there's a bye week there is no bye week for us here on the believe in badgers podcast. nothing we'll better be back than by week though oh yeah when well, you were
0: playing oh my goodness
1: we'll be back later this week uh with more guests more interviews and uh hopefully some more knowledge for all of you out there in Badgerland. so uh thank you again for tuning into the believe in badgers podcast on the believe network presented by betonline.ag and oakbridge wealth management until next time on wisconsin oh, wisconsin have an easy fast everybody